This time on Kawaii-Fi Radio, we had a catastrophic error in our last session, so this episode is a little different. This is a clip show of sorts episode because if you're following us on social media, our original recording for episode 105 decided it wanted pure static for all of Aaron's track. And despite this, Kyle and Aaron decide to make problems for themselves. There's the controversy. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. We're going to tell you what to do. And it's a new anime season, so there are names to stumble over. I don't know what any of these words mean, so don't worry if you're lost, I am also lost. <laughs> it's fun watching you try to pronounce it. Yeah. It's over 9,000! Konnichiwa and welcome. You tuned in to Kawaii Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle and I'm a big fat liar to Aaron. I'm sorry. Sorry, did you say something I can't hear? <laughs> I literally turned to him and said, oh, I've, I've, I've normalized the uh, the headphones on like the last time we tried to record, so it shouldn't deafen you. And then immediately the theme plays and the headphones are off. Um, like there was a physical reaction, like everybody's body just... <laughs> <laughs> so it is me and Aaron physically physically um, but we do have audio snippets from Kira Lee and Tifa and some comedy from Kenny to share with you this is a clip show of sorts episode because if you're following us on social media our original recording for episode 105 decided it wanted pure static for all of Aaron's track so Aaron came back um, well Kira Lee's kitties are sick and you can't take her you can't take mum no, away no, from no, the kids no, no. Um, and um, plus she, her audio is fine yeah so that's great um, <laughs> for, for her. Um, and uh, Tifa has unfortunately she was away at Smash um, and unfortunately someone was very ill on the plane and possibly may have gained Oh yeah, that was wild. So yeah, and uh, Kenny's car died. So it's, yeah, so- <laughs> it has been a day for everyone by the sounds of it. We're um, all going through the ropes. So let, let, let's get back on track. This episode, we're talking about the 2023 anime season because it's underway. I'd say today, which season? But that was last week. The summer anime season. That's Thank right. You, yes. Um, <laughs> so we've picked ten shows worth considering, as chosen by each member of the team, and it is. A smaller season the past two, thankfully. So there's no shortage of interesting shows, but it does mean there is time to catch up if you miss something that you wanted to mm. watch. Um, obviously, all the usual stuff. If you're enjoying this, um, a bit early, but sure. <laughs> Hit that subscribe <laughs> button and join the Kawaii community. Um, we're also- if you like this, you're in for a wild <laughs> ride. <laughs> yeah. um, we're also releasing, uh, well, we were releasing monthly anime videos on the YouTube channel. They will be returning soon because the studio, new studio, I think it's the fifth studio we've had since the podcast has launched. So that's one for every year we've been in, in service. Um, and that's my complete. lucky number. So Number five. Yeah. yeah. Studio five. Better than Studio E. Yeah. yeah. Studio five. Yeah. Studio E's got like a failure vibe. It does. <laughs> like if you're Studio F, it's like you've just failed. Um, but yeah, the new studio, um, the house has finished construction. We have the keys, painting's almost done, and carpets and flooring go in this week. So we should hopefully be able to move in there and start getting set up, putting soundproofing on the walls and whatnot and making it look, you know, nice. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Need some really thick curtains. Um, and um, yeah, so once that happens, we will be back on the YouTube and we'll be doing more live streamed episodes as well so um if that is something you'd be interested in you can find links over in the episode description if you are on youtube well you should 
hit the subscribe button because yeah, that's what we do. It, look at it, look at it. It's just begging for you to press it. Just beautiful, do it. Just, red, shiny. Just do it. Touch it, touch it. Um, you can also find us over on the social media and whatnot, and we have a Patreon as well if you want to support us. Um, I'm going to stop being silly and saying giving us money, <laughs> putting money towards the podcast and production value yeah. and things that we and, can then and re- extras. Yeah, yeah, and then we can take that and put it back into more content to give yeah. to you guys. So if you are interested in seeing more content, seeing what we can do. Oh, that's that's something of note as well. Now that the house is sorted, I have, shall we say, more spoons available mentally. And I managed to finally, after four years of waiting, acquire kawaiifi.com yes. for the low, low price of ten dollars nine ninety nine <laughs> <laughs> because um basically a, a group in Japan who was doing Wi-Fi routers for travelers mm. thought Wi-Fi sounded like a cute Wi-Fi router and used it to redirect to their website. Son of a god! Yeah, they've been defunct since COVID. Oh, <laughs> so I've just been waiting for it to expire, and then so I, I put a back order on it, and it expired, and then it had to go to auction, and no one else was interested in it, and then I got it. So th- now what you're saying is we're going to have like a whole website. We're going to be able to do like, find out more about this person. And then it's going to have like anime stuff about yes. like each of the persons and we can write reviews. And, we and can- we're also going to have a top 100 section or um, favorites section and the Hall of Fame as well for each year going back. Oh, yeah. For like, you know, it basically part of the end of the year, we look back 10 years prior to the seasons that were there and pick out our favorite animes that we think have stood the test of time, basically. 10 years is isn't as far back as you'd think though it isn't not like it's whew. well it made me realize i've been watching anime for 20 something years yeah so i feel yeah. real old <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're gonna do something different for this season in review oh we're gonna go straight into the season preview straight into the straight preview. into the straight preview, in and we'll do the review afterwards because that's what most of you are here for. that's a lot of anime oh there's so many no i didn't watch them all Summer anime. You call that a segue? <laughs> no, I call this a, uh, a great uh, sidetrack to our sponsor. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so. We're sponsored by Sidetrack, the alcohol. Wait, Sidetrack Brewing? I forgot about that. Yeah. Nice. Um, right, anyway, um, while we get a little bit zany here, it is the summer season. And that, of course, means that we have to talk about all the crazy things that are indeed coming out season so itty bitty teeny weeny polka dot bikinis no oh reborn as a vending machine oh lord what do you need to cool yourself down some nice cool drinks in summer i mean yeah i mean it is winter here but vending machines also do provide hot oh like the coffees with the heating bottoms bottoms. so cool so reborn as a vending machine i now wonder the dungeon this is my pick for the season um i just think it's insane and it's hilarious and i read the manga and it's actually not bad yeah so i I was expecting trash and what i got pleasantly surprised me but trash is your brand Kyle the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me I need to get a trash panda tattoo now? <laughs> yes, yes. Anime trash panda. <laughs> I was going to be the anime grandpa on YouTube, but no, apparently I'm going to be the anime trash panda. Um, so, Reborn is a vending machine. I now wonder the dungeon. This is a fantasy isekai by Studio Gokumi and Axis. Um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know how... It's A-X-S-I-Z 
is the name, but it's capital A, capital X, capital Z. Um, I'm just going to assume. Look, things are pronounced weird and wonderfully. In like, Japan. yeah. With Yu Gi Oh! in Zexel, I think it was, they introduced a oh. type of summoning called Xyz, which is spelt XYZ. Yeah, I did not understand why they went that choice <laughs> but we'll just we'll just go with it hey look whatever they want to do it's their branding yeah it's it's their funeral at the end of the day isn't it um, <laughs> but this is a series which i've been keeping an eye on for a while because it just looks absolutely nuts yeah. and it's just it's another case of taking isekai to a completely silly level which i'm actually okay with um because well, what else are you gonna do it's blimmin isekai exactly isekai kind of falls into two genres the silly genre and the power fantasy genre this is true this is true and th- this definitely falls into both of those have you ever want to see people fighting a dragon with a two liter bottle of coca-cola and mentos um now you can <laughs> because yes they use the mentos to turn it into a fl- uh, the uh fire extinguisher yeah basically so that they can cool the dragon down enough to get close enough to it yeah it's it's hilariously dumb. I don't I think it. that's how that science works. It does not work like that. You are right. But I really <laughs> Otherwise, you'd see a lot more Coke and Mentos in the workplace. <laughs> I mean, this is true. You really would. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be way cheaper than actual fire extinguishers. True. True. But, uh, you know, in a fantasy world, consider your options and consider how you can really surprise your enemy and Coke and Mentos is it. So anyway, I'm getting way off track. So <laughs> You're getting way too into this. Way too into it. So this is originally based on a light novel, as you would expect with the title, Reborn as a Vending Machine, I Now Wander the Dungeon. Too long. It is on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. We're expecting about 12 episodes at this stage. The future of this fantasy world lies in the hands of... Of a vending machine. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Hakon was once a human <gasps> until he died in an accident and was reincarnated as a piece of machinery. Guess how he died? He got crushed by a vending Yes, machine. he did. <laughs> While he can still hear and see, there is no way for him to move by himself or speak more than his programmed phrases. So how can he make the most of his strange new life? Now, you might be wondering how a vending machine wanders. It does not. It, it gets, gets strapped to a person. It gets strapped to a person and carried around. Um, and that person is a overpowered little beast girl. Um, I can't remember her name, but um, I haven't watched the first episode yet. So I'm, I'm taking that in its stride. Um, this is a series which I'm expecting to be like Kamikatsu from last season, where insane things happen and people share it on social media and it goes viral for it. And Kamikatsu, which was... Um, working for God in a godless world, knew exactly what it was doing for the entire series. Oh, yeah. It knew it was a meme machine, and it, it doubled down on it. And in the final credits, they put in all the memes. <laughs> they oh, gave credit Lord. to the really bad Combine Harvester. They gave credit to the really ugly CG monster. They put them in there multiple times as a joke. They even skipped crediting some of the main characters to put these in. Because, <laughs> like, I've been sent the Combine Harvester by so many people online. They're just like, oh my god, did you see this? I'm like, yes. It's like, yes, I'm aware. I know. <laughs> it's it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, and they, they did it on purpose. And this is the thing, like, every every opening for um, Kamikatsu was different. So they knew what they were doing. They did this on purpose. Well, the question is, does this qualify for the Gibiate Award? Well, look, it, Gibiate Award is purely on... Um, isn't it just bad CGI? It's just bad CGI. And if, the C, if this is the worst CGI of the year, and it isn't just FYI, um, it, it, it is a qualifier, but it ain't going to win it. Yeah, but 
Does it count if it's doing it on purpose? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Because okay. it's still ugly. Okay. Okay, just check. Because anyway. I wasn't sure if it was like... Uh... Exclusively for bad anime. No, no, it's just bad CG. Um, it can, like, I think we had a, a couple of years back, we had something win the worst CG award, but it was still the best story for like sci-fi. Wow. Yeah, because the, the story was just so compelling. You're like, look, this is some of the ugliest CG I've seen for these creatures. But the story is so good, I'm I'm willing to let it go, and that that's the case with that. But anyway, well well off track. Um, Isekai <laughs> Reborn as a vending machine. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll and Annie Plus in Korea. I believe there might be other places that it's dropped since then, but um, I haven't had a chance to update the list because this is a redo. Um, light novel. You're going to be able to watch it on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. First episode is out now. So, oh sweet. Yeah, Wednesday's 10 p.m. in Japan. I should say so. Um, not 10 p.m. everywhere. That's. Uh, Universal time. Universal time. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's move on to Kenny's pick for the season, which is Helk. Helk. With a with a heavier dose of. <laughs> you got to put in the phlegm. You got to put the phlegm in. Um, so this is an action fantasy, and it's been uh, animated by Satellite, who uh, did Helsing Ultimate, Log Horizon, Macross F, and Fairy Tale. Um, this is from a web manga. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that when we were first talking about it. This is look. We we think it's Hercules. Yeah, we hands think, down. We straight we up think, think it's Hercules. Hercules. Buff um, dude, and then the Japanese LR sort of thing. Yeah. It, it, like I want Xena to be in this. Do 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 do. <laughs> I mean, he is. Yeah, you just can't see him. John Cena. I mean, Cena. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no. Um, so this is a cert- it says a certain country in the demon world. The demon king was defeated by the hands of one of the heroes, and a competition is held for the title of the new demon king. The imperial four heavenly kings, Vermilio, who is in charge of the tournament, is furious at the participation of the human hero Helk, who is supposed to be his enemy. Now, I'm not entirely sure if Helk is the one who defeated the demon lord, but I think it is. It sounds like it. It'd be pretty on brand, right? So after receiving news of the fall of the castle of of Urum, of Urum, before the final of the uh, tournament, Vermilio sets out to retake the castle with Helk and the other finalists. And with a smile, Helk says, let's destroy humans. Are these words true? The truth behind the smile is dot, dot, dot. Well, the fact that they say that, like, they could have just gone, oh, yeah, he wants to kill all humans and left it there. Yeah. But the fact that they said, is this the truth? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. It probably is. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time. Like, you know what's probably happened? He became the hero. And I've seen this happen in other ones. Like, he he become the hero. And then they defeat the demon lord. And everyone's like, wow, it's so good. And then over time, everyone gets worried that the hero is too powerful. And the hero gets kicked out. Because they're worried the hero could then... Oh, they're so powerful, they could overturn the kingdom. That actually happened in the longest anime title we had. Yeah. That time I was reincarnated as an aristocrat because I'm an amazing assassin or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, Because that was his job. Because he had to wait for the hero to overthrow the demon king to, before he killed mm. the hero. Uh, I think it's also been done in another isekai. Um, it's the one where like the hero wants to join the demon forces. As well, which same as this, basically. Oh, man, that sounds like a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how this turns out because it could even not be the same hero. It could be the hero's brother or something like that. Um, there's a lot of sort of like the first episode, I don't think comes out until this Wednesday ahead. So that'd be, I think that's like the 13th, 12th. 
12th. Um, 12th of July, I believe, first episode is at 1.30 a.m. in the morning on the Wednesday. Ooh. So, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Art style looks fantastic. Mm. And the guy straight up looks like Hercules crossed with He-Man, but with blue hair. So, anime. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you remember that Strong Bad email? The anime oh. one where they gave him the blue anime hair. <laughs> big blue anime hair. Yeah, I'm aware of this. <laughs> uh. So if you are keen to watch Helk, it is going to land on High Dive um, in the US and most English-speaking countries, I believe. ADN, uh, Anime Digital Network in France, and Billy Billy Global. Um, there will probably be a few more that pop up for Southeast Asia in the coming weeks as well, um, as always is the case. But uh, I, I think this will be interesting just to see how it plays out. If this is like a 12-episode and done, I think that'd work really well. I forgot Kumo was there. You forgot Kumo. Our other cat is now here. He is sitting and snoozing on the... Is he asleep? Yeah. Was he snoring? No. no. He just sat up. Oh. Did a little stretch and I was like, oh, that's oh, not just the black chair. No. For, for those that are curious, we got ourselves a little house panther and uh, he's he's wonderful. He's having a little snooze. He is. Is that why Liga was screaming earlier? Screaming? Yeah, at the door. Remember? Oh. Oh, that might be. You might be able to smell him in here. Yeah. yeah. That or he just doesn't like closed doors. That or he's like, I'm alone. No alone. one here beside me. <laughs> no one to love. No. <laughs> <laughs> karaoke edition, evidently. Um, okay. Wi-Fi karaoke. Now, as we mentioned, episode the previous recording of this had a massive catastrophic error um, that basically killed your audio. Yep. But unfortunately, because Kira Lee couldn't join us, thankfully her tracks are intact. So we can get her to actually tell us about the next episode, which she's picked. It just looks like a beautiful love story. Mm. Yeah. It's about this girl who's like kind of mistreated by her like extended family. Um, and so they arranging her a marriage oh. with a gentleman who is part of the army. And there's word that this guy is not a good guy, that he's quite hard oh. and, you know, rough and just doesn't like people. Mm. And so they're in an arranged marriage now and then they get married and it's about their story together. This is My Happy Marriage, which is Kira Lee's pick for the season. And it's, uh, look, she's watched the first episode and she said in chat, she's in love with it. This is exactly what she was expecting, and yeah, sweet. It's it's beautiful. Um, this is on Netflix, and I believe it is dropping episodically. This is done by Cinema Citrus, which is the one which has cinema spelt with a K. Um, they've done Shield Hero, Made in Abyss, Tokyo Magnitude Eight, along with a lot of others. Um, from a light novel, and it's PG thirteen because it is a fantasy historical romance, which is. Bang up Kiralee's Alley, isn't it? Yep, it is episodic. Next one's 13th of July. Okay, so Wednesdays at 11.30pm Japanese time. This should be landing probably Thursday mornings for the, uh, I guess you could say, the eastern half of the world and uh, Wednesday nights for the western half of the world, the States and all of the Americas. Um, but yeah, um, this does sound really interesting. I think there is some like supernatural elements to it because it says in the summary that the girl's born talentless to a noble family famous for their supernatural abilities. So I'm interested to see if this has like elements of like... Um, Magic? Yeah. And like um, Japanese like mythology and demons oh, and stuff. Oh, that would be cool. Because I mean, it's a historical, I'd be willing to bet it's uh, the Edo period or something like that. 
but there'll be something. Um, but when Mio finally comes of marriageable age, uh, her hopes of being whisked away to a better life crumble after she discovers her fiancé's identity, a commander apparently so cold and cruel that his previous would-be brides all fled within three days of their engagement. I'm willing to bet they're just horrible. Hello. <laughs> so this sounds really cute. Um, I will be watching it. Uh, Aaron's taking snapshots of me for some reason. Yeah, it's this app called Note It where you just send your partner like photos of what you're doing. <laughs> Cute. It's just me looking real creepy staring at the mic like... <laughs> so yeah, that's Note It. N-O-T-E dot I-T. Yeah? I think so. Yeah, well, we're going with that. That's uh, that's, if they're it's not, not sponsoring us, so it's yeah, funk it. Mm, it's funky. <laughs> um, but this is um, going to be Netflix worldwide, um, which we're seeing a few this season. Uh, surprisingly, not many on Disney+. Plus. There are a couple. Mm. Um, and I think Disney+, Plus actually, is doing a really good job of being very restrictive on what they're airing. Like, the stuff they're, they're picking for anime has been surprisingly good choices, like... Captain picks like you go okay yeah that's a good call. oh one of my co-workers sent me one and he's like oh this looks really good and it kind of gave me um Shadow's House vibes oh but it's definitely very different from Eminence Shadow's in House Shadow uh give me two seconds mm. Undead Murder Fast oh yes yes that is um it Similar does vibes but good. very different yeah very different and very different the girl dies and then is undead and something just a head yeah the head yeah, yeah. it's like detective heads. And then her maid carries her around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Emma's very keen on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> back to back. We're gonna go to yours. To so mine. My unique skill makes me OP even at level one. Oh yes. Okay. So I haven't actually remembered to look into anything since we did our last episode. So this is going off what I remember. This guy gets Isekai'd. Um, <gasps> no. I know. Aaron's <laughs> doing an Isekai. Oh my goodness. What a surprise. Um, but in his previous life he was working in a black company uh didn't really do much with his life and then he comes to this new world and he finds that he can't get past level one Mm -hmm. however he has a unique skill that maxes out all of the drops so he gets the maximum amount he gets the rarest stuff Mm -hmm. all of that and then he manages to find gear that only works for level one characters that puts him on tier with some of the higher characters. Mm-hmm. And obviously they can't use it at level one because of the requirements. Yes. So the gear is only good for him. Yes. Which makes me interested to see how he's going to go about selling it. If Why he... would you bother selling it? Well, if you need money. But if you get maximum drops on everything. If you get maximum money too. Bingo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I need to add this to my watch list. I forgot about it. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're all good, man. Um, this I think is... there's like a rabbit girl in it as well. Yay. I like yeah. bunnies. Um, fantasy Isekai. What a surprise. Maho films. They did Standing on a Million Lives, Land of Liedale, Grace of the Gods. A lot of Isekais. So, so a lot of the ones that I enjoy anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Saturdays at 10 p.m., uh, Light novel origins as well. Oh, nice. And it's actually interesting because we're starting to see a lot more light novel adaptations as we go on, but we're also seeing light novel adaptations with short names. Yes, which is unusual because normally they're like super long. Like there's that one famous one. Oh, oh, I hate it so much. It's like, you know, will you save the world? Are you busy? Yada, yada, yada. It's like, no, stop. Oh, no, I didn't mean that one. I meant the one that's title is actually the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you loved that one, man. And so I was like, what do you mean you no, hate no, it? I, I, no, I like that. So there is an, an actual light novel where the title is the actual story. 
So it's the whole... Not just a description of the story. No, no, it is the whole story. So it starts on the front cover. So just imagine you don't have a front page. Um, <laughs> you just straight into it, and then it just continues back to front, back to front, back to front, the... Through the whole book. And it was done as an art project as a joke. Um, the other one that the guy is considering doing as an art project is an anime composed purely of openings. Oh my goodness. Just non-stop yeah. running through fields. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think would be amazing. Like I'd watch that as a, like if it's just a single episode of 20 minutes, I'd watch that. That'd running be through fields, dropping from the sky, splashing into water. That's, yeah. that's that's basically your anime big opening. fight scene and then it can end in a lull and then it starts again with you know the same characters but slightly different oh man who would you get would you get different bands to do the different songs or would you get You'd one band to. the whole way through actually knowing him he'd get the whole band the whole way through can we get flow oh Maybe it could just be all time to one of Flo's albums. Yeah. It'd be, well, it'd be like Daft, Daft Punk. Punk. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This guy's too late and it's already It's already happened. there. It's already done. <laughs> Daft Punk is just all anime OPs, the Discovery album. <laughs> <laughs> Best album. Um, I know some people might disagree, but you're wrong. <laughs> they peaked. They peaked early and they gave us blue people and I love them for it. I do oh. like some of their... Oh, I actually really like Daft Punk's um, album they did for Tron. Yeah. Like, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. Um, but no, Daft Punk never peaked. They would peak all the way through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no coming down from the standard they set. There isn't. There isn't. Alrighty. So anyway, uh, my unique skill makes me OP even at level one. That is on Saturdays at 10 p.m. Uh, Japanese time. It's going to air on Crunchyroll, Annie Plus in Korea, Billy Billy Global, and Muse Asia if you're in Singapore. Now, we have one from Tifa and... It's a shonen. It's Jujutsu Kaisen. Hey everyone. So one of my top picks for the new anime season is Jujutsu Kaisen season two, of course. Last season, which was the first season of the series, really did end up blowing me away and I ended up reading the entire manga. The first season is almost one-to-one with the manga and the story follows Itadori after he finds a cursed spirit which... Well, the cursed spirit object he finds is a finger of Sukuna's. He eats it and Sukuna kind of becomes part of him. And then they have to find the other fingers and he has to eat them all. And eventually they're going to kill him. So that's why he kind of sticks around with the rest of the gang. And we get to a very interesting point in the next season to do with this, especially with other characters that have been introduced towards the end of this season, the first season, and in Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. So season two is probably going to be a pretty big one since it contains the Shibuya arc, and it also contains the backstory of the characters Gojo and Geto. So pretty excited for that one, which is definitely, I think, number one on my new season anime picks. Okay, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. This is going to be an interesting one for a few reasons. Firstly, it is still technically Mappa as the producer and lead, but the animation's being done by Toho. Oh, that's different. It was because Mappa's taken on so much. <laughs> Didn't we... Ah, here it is. This is what I was looking for. So it'll have Gojo's past arc for five episodes, mm-hmm. and then it'll move into the Shibuya incident arc. Yeah. So it's 25 episodes. 24? 23, I think. 23. Uh, yeah, five episodes for Gojo's past, and then 18 episodes for Shibuya incident 23. arc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks... All the preview stuff we saw, it looked really odd, because we didn't realize it was doing past Gojo before his eyes go sparkle. Yeah. And we're like, have they just 
dumbed down the animation or something. But no, 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 no. So the first five are first five episodes. The is a I guess you could say like a flashback prequel. It was when Gojo was still in school. So before Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Jujutsu Zero Zero minus. Zero. <laughs> yeah, we're going Kingdom Hearts on this name. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, Both by sleep. <laughs> so th- this is funnily enough going to be one of the ones on Disney+. Plus. Um, it is on Crunchyroll as well because they got the prior seasons and were involved in actually pulling this over. Oh, nice. Because um, cr- it was technically technically a Crunchyroll original. It's not technically a Crunchyroll original but because it's not their original. Yeah. But it was one that they put money in to support the production of. So it's uh, Crunchyroll, Amazon Prime Video Japan, Disney Plus, Billy Billy Global, and Netflix in some areas. Now, it is R18. As we've mentioned, this is a... It, it's one of the dark trio. It's one of the dark trio. So it's, it's going to be, you know, pretty full on. Um, it is action, fantasy, school, supernatural. If you've seen prior Jujutsu Kaisen, you know what you're in for. Yeah. Um, man, if you haven't seen it before, go watch it. Yeah. Man eats fingers, gets demon powers. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you enjoyed Naruto, it's got Kakashi without his face mask. It's got happy Sasuke. It's got useful Sakura. And it's got pinkhead <laughs> Naruto with a sexy demon instead of a fox. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> saying useful Sakura is a bit rude to Sakura because it wasn't her fault that she was underutilized. All the female characters in Rio are underutilized. Well, yeah. And then also when you're in the same team as Naruto and Sasuke, the main two characters who get god powers, it's kind of hard yeah. to keep up. Like, She's pretty... Look, we've given Sakura a lot of grief in the past. But all up, she's not actually a bad character. It's just that she's overshadowed by... Her being... massive forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Bazinga. You mean her five head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no. Um, she, she's just overshadowed by being in a team with literally two god-tier characters. And then their teacher is like a demigod. Yeah. Like, so... there's there's not much room there and it is a shonen audience so you know it's traditional shonen as well so girls are more seen as like side Supporting. support characters yeah. which is a shame for her because you know she does have some useful abilities and qualities she's ridiculously strong it's just a shame that they made her so annoying yeah. like and it's the same with Eno as well like Eno is a great character and she has some really unique abilities and you, you don't get to see much of it no but anyway we're going well, way off topic way off topic so Jujutsu Kaisen 2 it's part of the new darker shonen style which is referred to as the shonen uh, the dark trio and that's Jujutsu Kaisen Chainsaw Man and Hell's Paradise and these are animes and mangas where Actions have consequences. You can't just get brought back to life. Yeah. And I, I realize that doesn't happen a lot in Naruto, for instance, as a comparison. But there's it, enough of it yeah. that it's kind of become a bit of a trope that shonen manga doesn't have consequences. Yeah. Like, people don't die. People don't disappear from the story. They they stay... At, unless it's Jiraiya. Unless it's Jiraiya. <gasps> um, or Azuma. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like it's it's few and far between, but when you got like a cast of thousands, kind of a different thing. Yeah. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen um, season two. This focuses on Gojo's uh, story when he was a second year student, along with Ghetto, who is now one of the big villains. Um, and they're tasked with escorting uh, Riko Amanai to Master Tengen. But when a non sorcerer user tries to kill them, their mission to protect the Star Plasma vessel. Not sure what that is, but I'm sure it'll be explained in it. Yeah. I'm assuming she is the Star Plasma Vessel. Threatens to turn them into bitter enemies and cement their destinies. One is the world's strongest sorcerer, the other is its most twisted curse user. Plasma Vessel. Star Plasma. I bet you that's his eyes. Gojo's eyes. Oh, maybe. I bet you it's connected to that. Um, I thought you were going to make a Jojo's reference. 
<laughs> Star Platinum. <Yeah. laughs> um, this is going to be good. It is going to be a ride. Season one was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Highly recommend watching it if you haven't. Um, the film, we did a review of it because we got an early streaming uh, version of it thanks to Sony. Thank you very much. And that was, it Sony Sony or was it Crunchy Sony Crunchyroll. Sony Crunchyroll. Same diff now, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, that was fantastic. It was really well paced, really well animated. And I'm expecting much of the same. I think the. Those first five episodes will be done in a slightly different art style, and maybe that's what they got Toho to do it. Maybe to make it look older, because Toho does traditionally use an older style oh. of animation. Um, I hope it's that, and not because they've had budgetary or time constraints. Um, but look, if they go in twenty-three episodes, like, there's no real budget issue there. Yeah, there's no real budget issue, is there? Um, but yeah, you're going to be able to watch that on Thursdays at 11.55pm. So Thursday, just before midnight, it airs. I don't know why they do the five minutes to, five minutes after on Japanese time. I think because if you put it on midnight at the dot, people get confused. Well, some of them are on midnight at the dot, which is why I'm, it's constantly uh. confusing. Um, but I, I, I'm just more intrigued because we're so used to seeing, at least here in Australia, everything is on like the half hour because they take into account adverts and all that. But Japan has a lot of these short shows as well hmm. um, that they weave in in their anime blocks. And I think this is in the Plus Ultra block on TV Tokyo. So there might... Because there are a few short forms this season. Maybe there's a short form that's on for 10 minutes before it or something. Maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so that'll be out Friday mornings, basically, for everyone um, worldwide, which will be good. All right. We've got another one from Kenny. Another one from Kenny. Yes, he chose two. He chose two? He actually chose five. He chose five. But we, we picked two that we hadn't already covered. I think we all chose like five. Yeah. And, and we all wanted Jujutsu Kaisen. We all yeah. wanted Jujutsu Kaisen. We all wanted Jujutsu Kaisen and we all um, were interested in Helk and Zom 100. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to uh, Zom 100 at the end because that's, uh, I, I that's, that's gonna the big be the, one. That's the big one for us other than Jujutsu. Um, Kenny chose the masterful cat is depressed again today. <laughs> of course he did. Now, I have reservations. Um, one, the studio is Gohan's. Two, it looks like she married the cat. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a staying servant. I'm not sure. It's a comedy slice of life anthropomorphic thing. So the cat is actually a cat. But for some reason, it's anthropomorphic later. And it looks a lot like Kumo. Kumo? Yeah. What I you been that. doing? He's like, this is his prior life. He's, <laughs> he's been reincarnated as a house cat now. <laughs> For an anime podcast. Reincarnated as a house cat for an anime podcast, I now live in the lap of luxury. New light novel coming soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd be surprised if it wasn't already an, a, a manga. Yeah. Um, so this is Studio Gohans, who I do not have any faith in because Gohans use shoddy CG repeatedly. They just cannot get perspective shots right. Um, and they're doing this one and the girl I like forgot her glasses this season. And there are two shots in both of the trailers that just look shoddy. And mm. I'm really worried because they just, they just go hands, stop trying to do CG, get someone else to do it for you. You can't do it. You've been trying for years and failing. So but this is the Gibiate award. It might be. Okay. It might be. Um, there it's, it's the same, like both this one and um, the girl I like forgot her glasses this season. They're both by Gohans. They both had the dodgy CG shot and then they both go to normal animation. So don't use the CG. Yeah, especially if you're lazy. trying to show off your animation yeah. for the trailers. Yeah. That's supposed to be your good stuff. Yeah, and it the, like, the, like it's following someone up a set of stairs and the perspective is well wrong. It's just so wrong and you can tell that they're two separate layers and they've just slapped them on top of each other and it doesn't look good. 
Just, so Does it do look it. like they went like classic animation style and they just got one of the frames, put it over the other way, and whoop, 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 whoop. Legitimately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, no, don't do that. Um, <laughs> so this is going to air on Saturdays at 2.30 in the morning. Um, so Saturday mornings. So Saturday lunchtime, most places should have it. In uh, 13 episodes, Gohans did handholders and then... Um, WZ, which was also just Handholders 2.0, and they tried to mask it. Um, <laughs> and they also have been involved in doing Seitokai Yakuindomo, which is also shoddy CG animation. And there's a oh, lot so of we're just saying it's, all of it's that. just yeah. I think it's going to be bad. Like I think the story is going to be beautiful, but every use of CG is going to look shoddy, and it's going <laughs> to fail to integrate. So this is originally from a manga, and I'm really disappointed that they got hold of this, and um, I'm particularly annoyed that they got a hold of the rights to do um, the girl, the girl that forgot her glasses. Yeah, um, because that deserves better. It really does. Um, and they've just made her hair insane in that trailer. Um, but this is going to be on Crunchyroll, Annie Plus Korea, Annie One Asia, Hong Kong, and Netflix. Now, this isn't to say it's going to be a bad series. This is just saying that there are going to be some very jarring CG elements to it. So we tore it apart here so that you can enjoy it. And this is no <laughs> dis, uh, no disrespect on Kenny because Kenny's looking at it from a storytelling perspective. Mm. So when Saku took in a stray black cat, she never expected that he would become the equivalent of a housekeeping life partner. But Yukichi, a giant cat who towers over Saku, is not your ordinary feline. He takes great pride in his culinary skills, and a good sale at the supermarket always gets his whiskers twitching. Saku may not have her lack together yet, but at least she has Yukichi. Oh. So it's it's really cute, and it's a wonderful story, and the manga's freaking adorable. So highly recommend reading that as well if you find it too hard to watch Gohan's animation. But this, like, story-wise, this isn't, like... The CG might be a bit janky. It won't be the worst of the season. Um, but some might find it a bit hard to get past. Um, and, you know, for that, I say skip forward to when it goes back to normal animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep hitting the fast forward. Fast forward whenever there's, you know, shonky CG and then look at the subtitles later. <laughs> to find Take out. a shot every time there's wonky CG. Yeah, share it with us on socials. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as I said, Saturday mornings, Saturday lunchtime, it should be on most services. I think it will be good. I think it will be because it's a slice of life. There's no worry that there's going to be massive action in CG, which Gohans just can't do. Um, so maybe it won't be too bad. Maybe it was just one shonky shot in that in the trailer. Maybe we can live in hope. So you know, knock on wood of some form. We we hope this goes good somewhere. Somewhere. Um, all right, let's talk about a new Netflix series. The whole thing is available now. It's going to be ten episodes, and it's called Oku: The Inner Chambers. This is one selected by Kira Lee. Uh, Emma has been binge watching it and is obsessed. Here's what Kira Lee had to say about it earlier. The first episode goes for uh, an hour and 19 minutes. Oh. Yeah, so it sets up the world. So very much like Oshinoko with a feature-length introduction and then yeah. the episode ep- length? It like, it start. yeah, so the other episodes are about uh, 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hmm. 30 minutes long, like 27 to 30 minutes. Varied length? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that we're starting to see anime yeah. being adapted for the Netflix style, yeah. but not mm. more, not more than thirty. Never minutes. more than thirty. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like the first episode, the um, over hour one, it, it sets up the world. So it's in in the world where um, there was an outbreak of smallpox, but a specific type of smallpox that only affects young men. Mm-hmm. So in this world, there's like 
under half of the population of men to to women Mm -hmm. and so women have to um assert dominance and do all the like heavy lifting jobs and till the farms and do all the what is you know the manly jobs and so then the men this is in the edo period as well so it's it's not modern either and so the men have to be careful because they don't want to get the smallpox and also they need to um keep their seed (laughs) and we don't want to spill the seed and the seed is used quite a lot in in this Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah um and so um (laughs) man farming simulator (laughs) 2023 (laughs) so the whole the whole country is run by women Mm. and the the i guess queen or king king i would say because as well for some reason they um, adopt a male name. Yeah. Um, and so instead of um, the queen having concubines, she has like men. Cubines. C- yeah, cubines. <laughs> you can still be a concubine. Yeah. Man, I guess. Yeah. Men cubine. And it's just like this whole like half of the wing is just like this beautiful, good looking men. Mm. And it's like, you can go up the ranks and, you know, be the bedchamber mm. maid assistant. And then they, they must, you know, partake. And then they it's like sectioned off, but then they have like people sitting around the edges to listen in, to make sure that, you know, the seed is well given and, um, yeah, it's just about, mm. like, everything is turned on its head. All the roles are reverse, and it's just amazing how it's, like, how this goes. Mm-hmm. And you follow this one man who um, his family isn't very well off, and he's like, you know, I'll save you guys an extra mouth to feed, and I can give you more money if I go and join, you know, the Queen's Parsi, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, so he goes in there, but then he has to say goodbye to his uh, childhood sweetheart that he loves. No. Oh, and um, so that's really sad. And then he has to go and join, you know, the crew because he can't leave the the kingdom before, like the, I, I don't know what they call it. The facility. Yeah. He can't <laughs> leave say, the palace, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, yes, that was from our prior episode before it died. Um, <laughs> you can hear Aaron just vaguely in the background from everyone else's mics. <laughs> I'm oh, still here. <laughs> but, yes, this is Uku, The Inner Chambers. It is a historical drama. It is R18 and it is... Oh. Yeah? Yeah, it's a bit full on. Is it? It's a bit brutal. Oh, brutal. Brutal uh, full on, not spicy full on. Bit of both. Bit oh, okay. of both. Bit of both. Um, it's available now. It's been animated by Studio Dean, who did Fate Stay Night and Higurashi. Um, Studio Dean are kind of one of those hit and miss studios, but this is a good one. Okay. Uh, animation's really crisp, really solid, flowing. Um, good, strong lines on each of the characters. It, it really suits their style. So, yeah, I nice. think they did well. Um, and as uh, Curly mentioned, a mysterious plague causes a rapid decline in the male population and the nation's women are forced to take up the central roles of authority in Edo society. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, all about the uh, history of these inner chambers and the, how they unravel. That first one serves as like an overarching story and the following episodes lead into it. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit full on. You will uh, You will be very shocked on many of the things that are said and done. 
Well, from the description that Kiralee gave us, I don't think we'll be that shocked. Maybe not too shocked. Maybe not too shocked. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about the other one that Tifa's excited for, and it is another returning show, and it is Bleach Thousand Year Blood War Part 2. It is a action-adventure, supernatural, R18+. This is the continuation of the Bleach saga. It is the final... Uh, arc of the manga which is literally a blood war it is r18 plus it is studio perot who's animating it and they've taken it all the way to the top as far as animation style goes we don't know how many episodes are coming just yet um, but here's what tifa has to say on it another one of my top picks for the new season is bleach thousand year blood war season two so both of these picks are second seasons but I'm really excited for these continuations. The last season of Bleach Thousand Year Blood War basically ended with the story of Ichigo's parents. And that's something that does explain a lot that has happened in Bleach. So I'm really interested to see how this goes from here. Bleach Thousand Year Blood War also has just increased the animation quality of Bleach. And just everything looks so much better and it just feels right as well. There are a lot of parts in the original Bleach anime which doesn't quite match up with the manga, especially because at the time there was a lot of censorship as well. But in Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, we don't get that censorship. It is a blood war, obviously. So one of the things that I like most is the fact that they don't hold back on that. And it just works really well, and I'm super excited to see the new season. Yes. Now, this is going to be very interesting because um, this is kind of getting towards, like, the middle of the Blood War saga, I believe. I think so. I think we have one more part after this or another two. Um, But either way, things are very, uh, very much underway and violent. Now, this is one of the Disney Pluses. Um, So it's on Disney Plus, Annie Plus Korea, Billy Billy Global, Hulu in the US and Star Plus. Um, I'm not sure where Star Plus airs. I'm guessing that might be US or Canada. Um, I believe it's somewhere in the Americas. Yeah, because that's where they have Star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, this focuses, it continues the story of Ichigo Kurosaki and um, spending his days fighting against hollows, dangerous evil spirits that threaten Karakura Town. And he carries out his quest with his closest allies, uh, allies, alloys, 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 metal, metal. Um, <laughs> with Orihime, his childhood friend with a talent for healing, um, Yasutora, his high school classmate with superhuman strength, and Uyu Ishida, Ichigo's Quincy rival. Um, there's a whole thing to do with the Quincys. His vigilant routine is disrupted by the appearance of Askurai, a dangerous Aranka who heralds the return of the Yawach, an ancient Quincy king. I don't know what any of these words mean so don't worry if you're lost i am also lost <laughs> it's fun watching you try to pronounce it <laughs> yeah uh your watch seeks to reignite the historic blood feud between the soul reaper and quincy and he sets his sights on erasing both the human world and the soul society for good so is quincy like an entity or a family um it's a bloodline a bloodline yeah. and is the soul reaper a bloodline as well no or was the soul reaper hunting the quincy or something uh so soul reapers are the shinigamis yep um Basically, Shinigamis are souls that have been approved to become Shinigamis and go and reap the souls from Earth and send them to the afterlife. Um, However, in an emergency situation, a Shinigami can pass their their powers onto a mortal to get that mortal to assist. And that's Ichigo. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was the origins of Ichigo. Okay, cool, cool. Um, 
Yeah. So th- there's a two-pronged invasion into both the Soul Society and Hueco Mundo. What a name. <laughs> it's a heck of a mundo. The home of the Hollows and Arunka. In retaliation, Ichigo and his friends must fight alongside old allies and enemies alike to end Yawech's campaign of carnage before the world itself comes to an end. Yeah, look, that's that's fairly straightforward yeah. in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, um, look, if you haven't watched Bleach, um, Tifa's recommendation was to read the manga up until Thousand Year Blood War so you can skip all the filler and the old animation yep. and then watch Thousand Year Blood War. Um, because it's just, it's beautifully animated. And while it doesn't follow the manga exactly, because it, it adds in a couple of bits and pieces, is a lot more faithful to the original vision of the yeah. creator. Um, whereas, you know, the... The original <laughs> anime was riddled with uh, fillers because that was just what was hot at the time. Yeah. And those fillers were used to introduce characters who would never have a ref- use again, but would always appear in the rest of the anime. There were some good fillers, though. Yeah. Like the ones where all of their uh, Zanpakuto became actual living beings. That's their swords? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like they'd just hang out and talk with their swords and their swords would like give them all this drama and they'd have to deal with it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, that's going to be, uh, as mentioned, Disney Plus airs on Saturdays 11 p.m. A fitting time slot for an R18 anime, I think. Yeah. Um, so Saturday 11 p.m. So Sundays, everyone should be able to watch it, no trouble. Um, the Great Cleric is a TV anime about a cleric who is great. Yeah, um, it's great. It's really good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so it's originally a light novel uh we're not sure how long it's running for it is going to be animated by yokohama animation lab along with cloud hearts now cloud hearts did ice blade sorceress shall rule the world last season along with uh whisper me whisper me a love song and death march death match um death match wasn't very good i don't think it even actually it was three minutes it didn't yeah. Uh, Yokohama did The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt, which was actually very well animated. Kingdom of Ruin, uh, Tawawa on Monday, and a load of fetish shorts. Oh, hey! Uh, they, did, they were part of Lapis Relights as well. Um, yeah, there's the, the whole tights one. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. Legend of Mana, The Journey. There's, they've actually been involved in quite a lot, but we just don't really hear about them because they're always generally always collaborating with another studio. So they've they've been involved in a decent amount of stuff. Good news is there's plenty of stuff to show us what their stuff will be like. This is going to air on Billy Billy Global, Crunchyroll in sub and dub, English, German, and Hindi apparently. Muse Asia, um, Muse Asia China, um, Muse Indonesia and uh, some others that will be added to the list soon. But uh, this is about, once again, a former salary man who worked for a black company. (laughs) 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 Sensing a theme here. Are you working for a black company? Just maybe. (laughs) That's racist. No, no, not like that. Okay, are you working for a nasty employer? Then this anime is for you. (laughs) Can a former salary man become peerless in another world? He was shot to death just before earning a promotion and a god decided to reincarnate him into another world as a 15-year-old healer named Luciel, which I'm I'm okay with them being reincarnated as a teen. I just find it a bit awkward when they're kids and have... Five. Yeah, like two years old, you know, or one yeah. year old and you or like from birth and it's like you're being fed and you're an adult. 
and there's uh, issues there. Yeah. yeah. So on top of all that, the country he was born into seems to hate healers. Feeling he is in danger, Luciel visits the Adventurers Guild in the hopes of keeping himself safe, but the training is much harder than he expected, and every day he's forced to drink a mysterious beverage called Substance X. Wait. Uh, Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this life doesn't seem to have anything to do with being a healer. The day-to-day life of a super masochist back-from-the-dead healer begins with his very survival on the line. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> fantasy Isekai reincarnation. We don't have... I need to find out if this is family friendly. I'm going over to my anime list to see. I'm pretty right sure now. it is. There is still no. Oh, PG 13. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I'm not one of those crazy ladies who go on the team that's like, my two choices are R18. Aaron's PG. Aaron's a good boy. Aaron just didn't know it was PG. He just picked it because it was an isekai and it looked no, interesting. No, no, no. Not saying it's just because it's an isekai, it's just because it looks interesting to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, like. I usually end up doing healing in most games. So this I is true. This relate. is true. And you, you have enjoyed a lot of the healing animes that we've had on the past. Yeah. So there you go. Um, it's be- very healing for my soul. Healing to the soul. <laughs> we like that. So fantasy isekai reincarnation. No. No. <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand most of the time. Um, first episode's already out. Um, this one, I believe, is airing on Saturdays. It no. said... 7th which was yesterday which is a saturday so uh fridays 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 at 2 a.m in japan apparently so uh saturdays have come out for us yeah makes sense um but yeah as mentioned crunchyroll along with the other usual suspects this takes us back to one final show that we need to talk about which i started reading the manga of and have been obsessed with Zom 100. Zom 100. Bucket list of the dead. The big one this season. It is. It is going to be amazing. It's also getting a live action on Netflix too. It's going to be 12 episodes airing on Sundays at 5 p.m. It is on Crunchyroll, Hulu, Billy Billy Global, and Netflix in certain regions. And it is by Bug Films. Never heard of them? Of course not. It's their first ever anime series. Ooh. So big. Jumping in the deep end. Yeah. Um, but it looks good. It does look good. I'll give them that. This is from a manga, as mentioned, and uh, action, adventure, comedy, horror, supernatural. It is going to run for 12 episodes, and this is all about a zombie apocalypse, but it's fun. So with three years (laughs) under his belt at the company from hell, Akira Tendo is mentally and physically spent all at the ripe old age of 24. Sorry, what was that? A salary man at a black company? Yeah, yeah. But this isn't an isekai. Um, even his crush from accounting, Sayori, wants nothing to do with him. Then, just when life is beginning to look like one big disappointment, it happens. The zombie apocalypse descends on Japan. Surrounded by hordes of hungry zombies, Akira comes to a realization that will forever change his life. Wait, I don't ever have to go to work again? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a great concept. The manga is fantastic. You've got your main guy Akira, you've got his best mate who just gets naked for the fun of it all the time and it's hilarious. I mean, um, if it's a zombie apocalypse, who's gonna stop you? Yeah. Um you've got a girl who seems like she's like really edgy and all that, but she's actually really caring, and then you have by far one of the funnest characters in the series who is their German friend who they pick up. She is a German weeb. Oh, She was no. in Japan on holiday, literally on an, on an otaku tour when the zombie apocalypse gets hit. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 
she's amazing. She just comes out with some of the best lines. Oh, I hope she's in the live action. That'd be funny. Oh, it'd be amazing. Especially if they actually cast like a German girl. Yeah. Like, that'd be great. Not just put, you know, a Japanese girl in the blonde wig. Yeah. Because that would not be as good. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what they'll do. But... Representation matters. <laughs> Ac- character accuracy matters. All right. But that's kind of it. Um, there's, from our list at least. Now, we kind of felt like there wasn't a lot this season but i think there's at least one or two shows for everyone depending yeah. on your preferences there's a few more romance shows we haven't mentioned here um Hori mia peace is back as well so that's filling in like some of the extra backstory from the series which i don't feel is really necessary yeah um and it's also going to be a bit weird to watch because everything's going to be out of order so that's going to be a bit weird um there's a couple of other sort of like shonen isekai series as well um as you mentioned there's the classroom of heroes um there's a lot of harem this season as well there's always a lot of harem. there's always a lot of harem um but yeah no it's uh it, there's depending on your taste there is going to be something for you but it's not thankfully it's thankfully not too jam-packed that you're not going to have time and go back and revisit some stuff that you know you couldn't see in the past and the summer season is normally like this because they know most of japan's heading outside or they don't want the electronics on because it's too damn hot if you haven't seen mashal yet now is the time now is the time, now is the time. and actually <laughs> that is a perfect segue onto our next segment kawaii fire radio why do we watch that definitely in my top five season in review Yes, and on the note of Mashal, Mashal! Mashal! It's so good. So good. (laughs) So Mashal was, obviously we're looking back at the prior season, which has just come to an end. And Mashal, I think, was one of the ones that you, me, and Emma in particular were so excited for every week. Oh man, it just, it never disappointed. It always came at you with something new. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, all right, well, how's he gonna, and then he'd just do it. So in, in Mashal, it is the entire world is magical. It is basically Hogwarts. And Mash Burndead, our main character, has no magic. So he should have been killed at birth. But his grandfather decided no. Not his real grandfather. No, just some old guy that adopted him. Yeah. Well, is he his dad or his grandfather? No, I think he just found... No, no, but like the term he oh. uses for him. I think he calls him dad. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but look, he adopts Mashal, sees him that he's got no magic and goes into hiding. And Mashal's broken. Like, the Mashal. Ma- Mash is broken. He, yeah. He is... <sighs> Rock Lee meets One Punch Man. Yeah. Yeah, he's like OP, super strong, um, but has no magic. So he makes up for his lack of magic by doing things with his strength and pretending it's magic. Yeah. Hamstring magic. Yeah. (laughs) Kicking his legs in the air to fly (laughs) on the broom and stuff like that. It's so good. It's basically if Hogwarts was a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I love this. It's, it's hard to describe accurately, but it's Mm. just so much fun to watch. Like if you want something that's fun, just put this on. And it also, it does take the mickey out of Harry Potter a lot. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the times you're like, why doesn't he just do this? And then he'll do it. You're like, you know, that guy's just monologuing. Why isn't he punched? Oh, there it is. <laughs> there <laughs> he just goes. punched him. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's good. That's good. They time it all perfectly. <laughs> they do. They do a really good job of the timing on this. Um, and all the characters are a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, you, any character you think is going to be annoying, you will end up loving. 
because they you're talking about the red-haired guy yes, aren't I you am. yeah and the blue-haired guy oh <laughs> i love it's like look he's like you know i adore this girl and it's like lolicon and he's like no I'm worse. I'm a ciscon. <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> it's just like uh, <laughs> why would you openly admit? <laughs> yeah, look, it's it's hilarious. If you liked uh, Harry Potter as a kid, or even still like it now, this will give you a good laugh because it's got so many elements in it which just kind of poke fun at magical school ideas and any YA novel that includes a magic school. Yeah, you, and you're gonna find fun. We've discovered that you either absolutely love or absolutely hate the ending song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, There's sorry, no man. in between. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's not my cup of tea. Kyle hates it. I listen to it like nonstop on repeat. Yeah, I just I yeah. I think it's to do with the tone, the tone of the voices, maybe more than anything else. Um, Emma's the same; she can't listen to it, so we we skip the ending song a lot. Oh man, but I can't. It's the, the <laughs> opening song just grows on you and grows and grows, and then you're just like, yeah. Oh man, just oh, also Mash's obsessed with cream puffs. Yes, yeah. Which I found a few places that sell them. Yes. And so it's tempting to like grab some every now and then and be like, mm. <laughs> cream puff, shoe cream, shoe cream. That's right. <laughs> oh, now. On the note of cream puffs, uh, this has got nothing to do with cream puffs, but um, you you okay? Yeah. You're not dead? Factory reset. Factory reset. Um, We, obviously, as we mentioned before, this is a secondary recording because of the issues with the first one, but we do have Kira Lee's take and her pick from last season. Kira Lee, why did Raylene end up at the Duke's Mansion? Do we know? Well. <laughs> well. Also, just for, for clarification, this is a show called Why Raylena Ended Up at the Duke's Mansion. <laughs> yeah. So this one, it's another one of those kind of like dating simmy ones. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, yeah. So instead of her being reincarnated into a like a dating sim, mm-hmm. it's a book yeah so it's a book story of like this this lady but she like uh is reincarnated as one of the side characters who dies at the start and so she was like i am not going to die this is like i'm not going to die again this is my life i'm gonna you know i'm gonna ka-chow and um so so then she finds out this way of getting this duke who's like the end love to the main character getting him to sort of uh protect her and she stays at his like mansion but then they end up falling in love and it's just so lovely (laughs) and it's just one of those easy watching ones and it's just just so lovely i love it so much Mm. easy watching no that's good i like a bit of that yeah was that the one that you were saying was dubbed yes yeah yeah came out dubbed like straight away like the episodes that come out is just like straight dubbed that's it So, yes, that's why Raylene ended up at the Duke's mansion, Kiralee's pick of the season. As she mentioned, it was getting almost simul-dubbed pretty much um, as it came out. And there are simul-dubs this season. Yes. Which is, wow. Great to see. It's great to see, but it's also, you know, kind of a little concerning for quality. Like That's always a question. Uh, If if they get the script ahead early enough to translate it properly, then okay. But I just don't want to see a repeat of, like, you know, where we had had issues where there were simul-dubs coming up and the people couldn't be bothered translating it properly. Uh, so they just put their own stuff in and it made no sense. Like we saw that with, um, yeah, just like g- agenda pushing and stuff like that. And it's like, no, no, honor the source material. Like it's okay to have an agenda. It's okay to believe in X, Y, or Z, but you honor the source material. You do not inject your own 
You don't go opinion. ghost stories. No, you don't. But look, <laughs> ghost stories is infinitely better because of it, but that's because it was bad anime to begin with. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and now they have a Japanese dub of the English dub of ghost stories. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, my so goodness. Um, okay, so why really ended up at the Duke's Mansion? That's on Crunchyroll. It's a uh, good slice of life. It's cute romance, uh, visual novel style basis. Straight up Kira Lee's Alley. No surprise she enjoyed yeah. it. It's it's exactly what she was looking for. Right. Let's talk about Oshinoko. Oshinoko. Uh, gee, I wonder who suggested this one. Tifa. Oh, wow. <laughs> would you, would you believe it? <laughs> now, Oshinoko, we have talked about a lot on this podcast for obvious reasons. It has been the smash hit of the past season. It honestly deserves that title the animation and quality and production just all around it is phenomenal the story is fascinating for many people and i greatly enjoyed it myself um and uh you know it's something that i think did deserve the spotlight now this is by the same guy who creates uh kaguya summer lovers war except uh. instead of him like for kaguya summer lovers war he wrote and drew the manga and he decided i'm not going to draw anymore after lovers war so this he's written the story for and had someone else draw the manga. Oh, okay. And from memory, the person who draw the ma- who's drawing the manga was like an assistant on like a massive other project who does like high quality art. So that, you know, flows over, which is great because it means he can focus on creating a good story instead of worrying about drawing it. Yeah. Um, Oshinoko is the story of a guy who's dies. It's an Izakai. It's an Iz- <laughs> Izakai isn't Kai, we're not sure. Um, it is a reincarnation story. Yeah. Um, it's a doctor who um, his favorite idol shows up um, about to give birth. He's sworn to secrecy, um, looks after her, and then has uh, the night before she is about to give birth, he is murdered by one of her fans. This um, results in him being reincarnated as her child, which immediately me and Emma were just like, that's a bit creepy. Mm. Um, But, you know, it takes a lot of effort and focus to show that it's not done in that way. So, like, he refuses to be breastfed, for instance, and stuff like that. Um, He, you know, is quite courteous and caring towards his mother, and then the mother passes away. And the story is uh, set up... So this is all happens in the first episode, which is an hour. After that, the whole story is him finding out who it was that leaked the details of where they were living. And that's the story. It's a focus on him integrating into the media industry that his mother was part of and finding out who betrayed them. Oh, wow. So it's like, it's, you think it's just a reincarnation story, but it is a revenge story. This is about getting revenge on the person who leaked. So the guy that killed him mm. killed his mother. Oh, and he, he was a psychotic fan and had his details, the the new details linked by his, we presume, biological father. So it's a whole thing, and everyone in the show is based on, aside from the main two characters, are based on real traumatic events that have happened in the Japanese entertainment industry, which you can see more of on Tifa's channel. Yes, she has. Uh, she explains who is who in everything. Yeah, it's she's good. Yeah, she's she... worked out who the dad is too. Oh yeah, and that's not been revealed in the manga. Oh, so yeah, at least like who the life person is, and it's it's actually quite sad oh. that story. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. Oshinoko, it's on high dive. Um. It is phenomenal, and I can highly recommend watching it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um. Tifa's obsessed. Um. I'm now going to go read the manga because I can't wait for season two. <laughs> I just can't. Um. 
But yeah, highly recommended. All right, Kenny's pick for the season. Unsurprisingly, Ancient Magus Bride Season 2. Oh, yeah. Which I do not tell him no to because that is a that is a great choice. It's an amazing choice. So he was saying he's watched all of the OVAs because he's finally had a chance to catch up. Yeah. And now he's watching Season 2 and he adores everything about it. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. it's... She's finally getting to go to school. Um, I forget yeah. what her name is. Chizu? Chizuru? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. She's finally getting to go to school and learn how to use her powers and... It's going to be cute to see. It is. And like Kenny was saying that he was really enjoying the freedom of it. Um, he said like, there's a uh, a sorting hat, which is apparently... Which anime character would make... Oh, the cats are the sorting hats. So you pick up the cat and it sorts you into one of the house. Honesty and proud of your history. Love and seek out the future. Freedom in your heart. Somewhat more vague than Hogwarts, but doesn't actively have the white supremacy house. Yay. (laughs) You were like Slytherin, and he's like, no, Gryffindor. (laughs) Because it's Rowling's favourite. Hufflepuff is the supremacy house. Yes, the badger of mediocrity. We like it. Yay. It's really, uh, that's something that always bugged me about it. It's like, Hufflepuff for everyone else. And it's like, rude <laughs> well it's not it's not the it's not the house where oh you didn't really fit into any of the others because yeah. each one's really got a defining trait yeah, yeah so you'll find you'll be one or the other yeah and hufflepuff isn't just everything else it's people with a good heart yes exactly but um anyway enough about harry potter um, <laughs> ancient magus bride season two <laughs> back to bashel <laughs> back, back to bashel um ancient magus bride is mashal but serious um, <laughs> no. with romance ancient magus bride uh, first season and the pre and the ovas that go in between kind of set up and establish the world build up the main characters interactions and relationship and care for one another and season two takes her into the world where she gives has the opportunity to learn these magics properly and actually be able to utilize them Mm. and that's what uh this whole story is about and kenny got very very excited about this because there was a trailer for it about three years ago and it was actually for the manga Oh, and we we've gotten really frustrated because they did this for the, they've done this for Ancient Magus's Bride and for Delicious in Dungeon, where they went, oh yeah, here's a trailer, and it's to promote the next copy of the manga, the next volume, and it's like, no, 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 don't, no, no, don't you dare do that and give us hope. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's 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 good. It lives up to the hype. The studio that's behind it is basically a dedicated studio that basically only does Ancient Magus Bride. Wow. So it was set up purely to do the OVAs and this season. So expect more to come in the future. Um, Now, my pick was Heavenly Delusion, Tengoku Daimakyo. This is a sci-fi thriller, fantasy, dystopian future. It's good. Yeah? It's very good. Um, Basically, you've got two parallel stories running alongside each other. Now, we don't know if they're occurring at the same time. My suspicion is one of the stories is actually in the past and one of them is in the future. Oh, yes, this one. Yeah. Um, basically, you've got um, a girl who is, um, you find out very shortly afterwards. So, she's working as a bodyguard looking after a guy who needs, he's trying to find a place called Heaven. They're both young, um, like teenagers. Um, and they're going around and there's monsters roaming the world. Um and humans are still 
alive, but they're living in squalor, basically. Like, society has collapsed, a lot of people have died, and they're now commune groups of humans living in the ruins, basically, of old society. Mm. Um, while this is happening, you also are seeing what looks like a institution, which has loads of children in them, all with similar coloured hair. They're all kind of lighter skin toned, lighter looking, and... It makes you think that, you know, they've been genetically modified or something. And that's the impression you're given. Like, these kids are genetically modified using something else. Um, and they're, you know, strange things are happening in this sort of school thing. They're inside it. They can't see the outside world. They literally live inside a dome. And they're always talking about the world outside, the wall, the wall outside the wall which is like the fence to the Institute. And then like, wait, the wall outside the wall? <laughs> outside the wall? <laughs> outside of the wall. This is Attack on Titan. You've got yeah, the-, <laughs> the, the... The three layers of walls. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they're really... Um, it's a really fascinating... You're seeing like this almost like hospital type environment that these kids are living in. And some of the kids are dying. You don't know why. And some of the kids are bit morphed and you don't know why and the whole place seems to be run by this supercomputer ai and then you're seeing this destroyed world and it's like are they hidden away in a pocket waiting to re- you know reclaim the world or is this the event that leads to the world collapsing it's unclear um and i'm sure if I, when i go and read the manga i'll know that um but part of this comes down to the main character girl she is actually a he oh in thought because it was a brother and sister the sister was older, the brother was younger. And the younger brother was about to be killed by one of these monsters that are roaming. The sister saves him, but we think she dies. And he wakes up in his sister's body and his brain has been transplanted into her body, which also connects to what's being done, we discover, in the the school environment place, which we're going to call heaven for argument's sake because I suspect that's it. Um, and so they are on a mission to find out who took their brain out of their boy body and put it into their sister's body. Um, and it gets dark. It gets real freaking dark, especially the last two episodes. Like, it's it's not for children, and there are there are some serious trigger warnings here to do with, um, shall we say, assault. Um, because, yeah, um, it's a dark and nasty world that there Just is. Just like reality. Just like reality, yeah. <laughs> but the story's compelling. I, like... Every week, it, like I loved Mashal, but every week for the story, this is the one that I wanted to see. I just, I was so intrigued. I want to know what is next. Mm. I need to know what is next. Um, and it's, it's really well done. Animation's beautiful. Bish are doing the opening song, which is the guy, the girl idol group who are like alternative idols who did the opening for Godzilla Singular Point. Um, I don't think this is their strongest song, but the animation is beautiful. <laughs> Hello, Liger from the other room. Um, yeah, it's. I, I can highly recommend it. Um, from memory, this was also a Disney Plus um, series as well. Or High Dive. They're getting a lot of the dark ones. They are. And this this is kind of one of the things I've been intrigued by. It's like, why are Disney picking all the dark series? It's not their brand. It's really not their brand. And it's. I'm very surprised that these are the ones they're going after. Mm. So let me double check. I'm pretty sure... Yeah, it's Disney+. Plus. Um, this is the problem when you've got you know Disney+, Plus, High Dive, and Crunchyroll. You don't know what you've been watching things on after a while. Yeah. Um, 
So, highly recommend it. Um, check that out. Ancient Magus Sprite's Crunchyroll. Oshinoko is High Dive. Raylene at the Duke's Mansion is Crunchyroll. And Mashal is Crunchyroll from yep. memory. So, if you've been watching something interesting this season, let us know in the uh, comments. We watched a lot more than just this because it was so chocker chockers but those these are the five sort of standout the one each of us has chosen as our standout we can also obviously recommend hell's paradise yep that's part of the dark trio worth watching oh i think we're gonna have to let liger in i think that's uh him telling us to wrap it up it might be also on that note we do have um demon slayer was also good but demon slayer is always good it's yeah a, it's a given yeah so we yeah. don't have to say that you know that yeah go go watch the new demon slayer Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. As always, there is plenty going on in the world of anime news this past fortnight. And uh, guess what? We're starting with Mashal. <laughs> Mashal. <laughs> Mashal is getting another season. Mashal, Magic and Muscle Anime, second season slated for January next year. And it's not the only one. Natsume's Book of Friends is getting a seventh season for its 15th anniversary wow. of the anime. Not even the manga. There is Oshinoko Season 2, which has been confirmed that it's been greenlit, but we don't have a date yet. Bottom-tier character Tomazaki's second stage. That anime is going to premiere in January. And a new Spice and Wolf TV anime has been revealed for 2024 with a oh, full yeah. returning cast. Now, we don't know if this is a reboot or a continuation. We're leaning more towards the reboot, yeah. but we don't know if they might speedrun the story well given the fact that like you just said we're getting natsume's book of friends mm. a new season yeah it might just be a new season well it's a new studio as well oh so it's going to be called spice wolf merchant meets the wise wolf which suggests it's an origin story again okay because that's if they're meeting and it's also the the video for the anime features craft lawrence and hollow's first meeting in the new animation style oh now whether that's a flashback and they start it off and then continue the story later on down the path mm. I don't know um, but there's a lot of confusion around what it will be and the first trailer features a lot of stuff from the original um, the original arc if you will of them getting to know each other so it's it's hard to know yeah. and um, especially the tweets as well posted in English about the anime please look forward to their new journey not continuing journey, but then the original announcement features in Japanese the taglines, shall we embark on a journey again? And the story continues. So what is it? Time will tell. <laughs> this is celebrating its 15th anniversary as well. It's had live, not not live action, VR um, games for oh, yeah, I've Spice and Wolf, which were apparently phenomenal. Um, and Kira Lee's a massive fan of this, so she can definitely be watching this. I've watched a bit of it and really enjoyed it, and I did need, did mean to go back and continue watching it. But as some have pointed out, the, the animation style has aged a bit. So I feel like it's one of those big classics. It's one of those... You, you have to watch it. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you don't have to, but we'd recommend it. It's actually a good one. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, um, on to... Um, yeah, th there's the controversy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We're going to tell you what to do. Actually, speaking of controversy, and this is a serious one, Hyao Miyazaki's How Do You Live anime film. Now, we have heard that it may not be getting promoted by Studio Ghibli because they think people will just go see it anyway. Um, not sure how accurate that is, but we'll find out more as the story comes along. But the big news out of this week is this is going to be the first anime Ghibli film which will be simultaneously released in IMAX cinemas 
and Dolby Atmos and Dolby Cinemas and DTSX as well. Now, this doesn't normally happen. Normally, they do the initial release and then after it's finished airing in Japan, they then do the IMAX release in Japan to bring people back for a new experience. So it's going to be interesting. The story of the film is going to be derived from a 1937 novel called How Do You Live? It's a Japanese malt novel called Genzaburo by Genzaburo Yoshino. And the book is a story that has great meaning to the protagonist of the film. Um, it's also said that he made this as a film he like to be his final film that he could leave behind for his grandchildren. Oh, that's sweet. So that's really sweet. He wants there to be something that, you know, he has left behind for them. So I, I'm... I'm quite excited to see how this does work, and obviously, I don't. I think they'd be crazy not to promote it. Uh, the film will not have any TV spots or newspaper ads, or and will not have any trailers prior to its release. I think we just need a release date for it because yeah, they're they're not wrong. We will go see it. July fourteen in Japan. Oh, so next week. Yeah, um, and then. Probably, presumably, three months after for international, two to yeah, three months. That checks out. Um, I don't th- look. I, I think once they put a release out saying this is when it's coming out, the, the hype around it will do enough. Saying yeah. this is Miyazaki's last film, I cinemas will advertise it because I want to get people through the door. Yeah. So I think it's them just saying no. You you can come and see it and you will understand. Yeah. So if that's the case, that's the case. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out for them financially. Okay, let's talk about. What's been absolutely amazing and announced at Anime Expo 2023, Ooh. the Pluto Anime. Yes. This is going to be amazing. So Netflix announced during its panel at Anime Expo that the animated series of Naoki Urasama's Pluto manga will debut on October 26. Why is this important? Well, Oh boy, let us tell you a thing. So Genko is <laughs> producing the series in collaboration with Tezka Productions. Osama Tezka, the creator of Astro Boy which this is also connected to. In a distant future where sentient humanoid robots pass for humans, someone or something is out to destroy the seven great robots of the world. Europol's top detective, Geist, is assigned to investigate these mysterious robot serial murders. The only catch is that he himself is one of the targets. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. This includes Atom, which is the original Astro Boy. Is that right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Uran, Mont Blanc, North Number 2, Brando, Hercules... Epsilon and Pluto. Oh, uh, man. Just hearing those names such takes names. me back. So it will have an. It will be aired in eight 60-minute episodes. That's a lot. It's huge. That's so, like a whole day screening. It's great. We're gonna. I think we'll have to do a live reaction. Um, so <laughs> to the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just yes. strap us down to chairs. <laughs> so it's interesting as well because Universal Pictures and Illumination Entertainment, i.e. the guys who did um, Despicable Me and the Minions... Um, Speak with me? Yeah. 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 Um, they acquired the film rights from Tezka Production for a planned live action computer CG hybrid film for Pluto in 2010, and it never, never evented. Oh. Which is good because. Now we get this. We get this. Yeah. Because obviously it, they decided now nah, there's not the market for it, and they were wrong. Um, so the Pluto manga is uh, Urasawa and producer Takeshi Nagaski's sign and drama reimagining of the world depicted in Osama Tezuka's Astro Boy. It ran in Shogakukan's big comic original manga from 2003 to 2009 and has eight volumes compiled. It's been translated and published in 20 countries, including France and the US, and Viz Media has released it in the North. Uh, in the North. So, North America. Yep. Yep. It's going to be epic. I'm it's, really excited. Oh, man. The animation's beautiful. It's... 
Yeah. I want it now. I know. It's going to uh, debut on October 26th. We don't know if it's going to be a week-to-week or if it's going to be a, a, a slab. <laughs> I, I, want oh, a, I want a slab. If they're doing 60-minute episodes, just slab it and give me the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll work through it in yes. a day, man. It'd be great. Um, alrighty. Um, Undead and Unluck anime has going to debut on Hulu. Hulu? Hulu. In October, for some reason. So this was uh, featured at Hulu's booth at AX, uh, Anime Expo, in addition to a panel and audition for English dub roles. Um, they've announced that they've acquired the rights for the TV you know, release of it. But it's really odd because isn't Hulu just owned by Disney? Isn't everything owned by Disney? Yeah, but I'm like, why? why? <laughs> I don't get it. This is like... It's like, you stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> yeah, but if they have multiple streaming companies and they mm. can own multiple revenues yeah i don't like it it's just greed um anyway the uh, undead and unluck was massive when it first came out about three years ago four years ago the manga um it is uh huge it started in 2019 and it immediately was nominated for an award it won the sixth sugigi kurai so the up-and-coming manga awards in august 2020 um ranked number 14 on the this manga is amazing list of 2021 for male readers um and it's since just been it started as a one shot and then just everyone was like nah we want more give us more (laughs) um the whole thing is there's an unlucky girl who meets an undead guy and it's pure chaos tired of inadvertently killing people with a special ability unluck Fuko Izumu sets out to end it all, but when she meets Andy, a man who longs for death but can't die, she finds a reason to live, and he hopes finds to, and he finds someone capable of giving him the sweet release of death he's been longing for. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, like her, when she physically contacts people, think of Rogue in like X Men. Yeah. Instead of stealing their powers or their life force, she imparts bad luck on people, and the more of her body they touch, or the more covered the body part normally is so like touching the arms wouldn't be too bad but touching you know the back or intimate areas because then i guess you could say more sensitive they give off more bad luck gotcha um so he literally is like excellent someone who can kill me and immediately gropes her and he gets hit by a plane (laughs) he's like what (laughs) and no he's fine yeah, of course he's fine. He um, he's also got like a credit card wedged in his head, which appears to be blocking out certain memories he doesn't want to access. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and on certain times he pulls it out and then his full identity emerges and he goes berserk and then plugs it back in and forgets what's happened. Interesting choice. Yeah, it's really wild. It's really wild. Um, it's not etchy. Um, it's not like perverse or anything like that, um, but it's... It's it's kind of funny um, the, the way it's been handled. It's just like oh, okay. I mean, he touches it, titties, but it's not preferred. It's like it makes sense, but I don't like it. <laughs> but it makes sense. Uh. Um, all right, let's go on another one. Uh, Fury Ren Beyond Journeys End anime is also getting a uh, massive premiere. It's a two-hour special that's going to land on September 29th for its debut. This is a award-winning manga. Um, Kenny's massively into it. The adventure is over, but life goes on for an elf mage just beginning to learn what life is all about. Elf mage Furiren and her courageous fellow adventurers defeated the demon king and brought peace to the land. But Furiren will continue to outlive the rest of her former partner. So how will she come to understand what life means to the people around her? Decades after their victory, the funeral of one of her friends confronts 
Freeran and her own near immortality, and she sets out to fulfill the last wishes of her comrades and finds herself beginning a new adventure. Basically, imagine being an elf and joining a combined party, and then having you know completed your party, watching all of your party pass away. It's going to have hurts. Oh, yeah. It's going to have a lot yeah. of hurts. I think when we first recorded this episode, you said, like, to your eternity level of pain. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's being animated at Madhouse, which is going to be... <laughs> and um, Kichiro Saito, who did Bochi the Rock as a director, is directing it. So this will be good. Also, the people in charge of the script is uh, Tomohiro Suzuki, who did Aka 13 Territory Inspe- uh, Inspection Department, One Punch Man, Boogie Pop, and others. Uh, Riko Nagasawa, who did Tact Op Destiny, is designing the characters. Evan Ooh, Kaur, they're going to be pretty. Who did Violent Evergarden. Josie, the Tiger and the Fish, Muvlov Love Alternative, is in charge of the music now. All three of those shows had fantastic music. So look, this is this is going to be big. Um, it's won a lot of awards. It won the new creator prize at the Tezuka Osama Awards in 2021, the 14th Manga Taisho Award in 2021, uh, nominated for Best Shonen Manga for Kodansha's 45th Annual Manga Awards and the 46th Awards in 2022, both 21 and 22. Um, American Library Association Graphic Novel and Comics Roundtable, what a name, included <laughs> the manga in its top 10 list of 2022 uh, best graphic novels for adults reader adult readers so it's it's got a lot it's got a lot we don't have any news on the cast just uh, details on you know who's producing it at this stage um it gonna hurt yep it gonna hurt that's all there is to yeah. it all right and finally the manga one shot about naruto's father is slated for july 18 eight days it's just over a week away so yeah this is kishimoto's first one shot in weekly shonen jump in over seven years he ran a poll in uh i think it was the like 20th issue of this year's shonen jump overwhelmingly naruto's dad minato best boy yeah he won the worldwide character popularity poll naruto top 99 that was held in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the franchise this year so yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be good. Also, you know what's wild? What Naruto ended in 2014. Oh, almost 10 years ago. Oh, he then wrote the one volume sequel manga Naruto: The Seventh Hokage and the Scarlet Spring, and then obviously started work on the Naruto Naruto the movie film sequel, which then turned into Naruto the series which yeah um read the manga instead yeah like the, the save your time save your energy read the manga there's too much filler don't hurt yourself <laughs> but yeah um that kind of brings up the news i know we've rattled off a lot there um it's because that's four weeks worth of news yeah <laughs> so there you go um so let's wrap up wi-fi radio Oh, this means that they didn't hear our record-breaking ending last time. <laughs> I might just chop that up and <laughs> see what I can make of it, but we won't be able to hear you. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Anyway, that is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Next time, we're taking a short break to move in and set up the new studio. This episode was meant to come out a week ago, and we were considering going to do like an extra to fill the gap. Um, there's just not enough time. No, and so. with everyone's schedules and everything, it's hard to find. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, most of the team's sick. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what we're just going to do is uh, we're going to put this out and we might put a mini extra out about the new studio. We'll see what happens um, when it's all set up and going. Um, we'll figure that out. But because that's the case, this episode was meant to go out on the uh, 3rd of July. So the next episode will be, the next full episode will be the 31st of July. So we're just taking that little break mid-year break as we usually do we'll put a little something out in between where we can Um, if you have enjoyed what you've heard I do realise this episode was a bit more rambly than usual but it was just me and Aaron having fun so yeah yeah. Um, you can hit that subscribe button yeah. yeah, hit the hit the thumb, hit the tick, hit all the the things, um, whatever it is that gets you to listen to us more. Yeah, um, subscribe, put notifications on. What is it they say? Put the bell on or whatever, so you can know when our new stuff comes out. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, hit the like button too. Um, let us know your thoughts in the comment sections, and uh, yeah, we'd we'd love to know what you thought, and also what your picks are for this new season too. Oh yeah. Now, um, on the note of uh, YouTube and all that, we will be getting back to those videos as mentioned. But if you would like to support the channel, we also have a Patreon and. The Patreon content will soon be making its way to YouTube subscriber members as well because they've changed the amount of subscribers we need for it and we're almost at that level. Oh, jeez, really? We've almost hit 400 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Wow. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much to everyone who's joined us on this wonderful journey. Now, if you would like to support us, as we mentioned, there is Patreon. There will be YouTube subscriptions coming up. We share extra content such as episode outtakes, the pre-show where we talk trash. There's going to be two pre-shows for this one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because we've got uh, this one that we did today and then obviously the 45-minute one we did for the other one, which worked fine. Oh, really? Yeah. So literally, your mic died between ending the pre-show and starting the show. Wild. Yeah. So I'm not sure what happened. I need to have a look. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we have the whole pre-show. I just know at least the first half is fine. Okay. So I haven't checked the rest. Um, but if you'd like to support us, a dollar a month gets you access to all the audio outtakes. Um, now, if you can't afford it, that's fine. It is literally the worst for finances at the moment, and yeah. I'd rather you spend that dollar on making sure you're okay. But if you spend a hundred dollars, we'll write your name on the new Wi-Fi wall. Don't, don't, don't do it. Do no. it. Hundred dollars. Your name on the Wi-Fi wall. Aaron will do it himself. Aaron will get a knife and engrave it in that Please wall. Stone on my beautiful <laughs> new walls. <laughs> we might we might get a signature board or something for our, our, our big patrons, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Anyway, um, but if you can't afford, that's fine. Head over to our Wi-Fi network. So we've got a massive community. We've got social medias for breaking anime news, memes, and videos. You can find that on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Discord. Um, the news feed's been on hold while we get. Um, the house sorted and you know the shorts have been on hold for the same reason so I'm expecting us to start doing news drops again shortly um, once we're all moved in so we will start putting up those things and you'll be able to find out your news through us again um, Mm. in a more timely manner than waiting instead of waiting for the whole podcast Um, that's kind of it really yeah I think so I don't know what we're going to do as our first episode in the new studio it'll be something fun though We've got those ideas that we were mentioning earlier. We have that idea list. Yeah. We we, we need to turn it into a physical list so yeah. that we can just be like, all right, so what are we doing? We're going to have a whiteboard in the studio. Okay, sweet. Well. So not not a big one, just a little one. It won't be big enough to do a fade explainer. Oh, <laughs> but what's we the can, point? We can look at that. <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll be back in, I guess, three weeks as of the time of this one. Yeah. Um, and there might be something little in between. We'll see how we go. But Maybe. That's kind of it, really. We love you all. We do. Thank you for sticking with us, and apologies for the kerfuffle around the prior recording. It's very frustrating if things don't work, and I really yeah. hope this has worked fine, because that would be a lot of effort gone to waste. But it shouldn't <laughs> be. We aren't using any of the prior parts that were playing problematic, so 
here's hoping. Here's hoping. Yeah. Um, and with that, you've been listening to Kawhi Fi Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Kyle. You're Aaron. Am I? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> You're an awesome listener. Thank you for listening. And until next time, what's, what's the matter, mate?